Episode 195. It's in the book, baby. That's right. Well, it's not in the books. It's in the... I guess it would be if you're listening to this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right now, it's still in the wound for us because it's still being developed. Yeah. <clears throat> so this was going to be a little bit different uh, for us anyway because I got to do this quick. I got to head out. I gotta, I'm going to be on the road tomorrow. And we were going to try to do it that way, but... I was like, nah, I'll, I'll squeeze one in tonight and then I'll upload the files and then you're going to edit it. And, uh, and I walked you through, rewalked you through how to publish it and all that. So hopefully that'll go good. <laughs> well, if they hear it within the next couple of days, then we know it went good. Which as of uh, the time of this recording, it is October the 25th, 2023. It's approximately 8.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'm been sick so if my voice sounds really off we might not post it <laughs> no it's not too bad you sound pretty normal okay you said not too bad <laughs> <laughs> you sound like yourself one thing I'm glad I'll, we're not going on video on this one because i look rough i still haven't posted the video on patreon of the last one but we do have a episode video episode on patreon right now so go check it out even if you're only doing a dollar you can access all of our stuff right now um, I think going forward, our Patreon videos need to be special ones. And oh, yeah. we just post. I'm just trying to regular... entice people to take an interest in the Patreon, you know? Just well, get their, I think get the their way toe we can do that, the way we can do that is start posting some of our video stuff on the YouTube channel. Yeah. And another thing, I was listening to Astonishing Legends today, and they pulled an episode from their Patreon archive that was live. And they put a disclaimer on there, like, we'll be responding to things we see, but you won't be able to see it on this version because this is an audio version, and that was yeah. a video. And that got me to kind of thinking. I was like, when we do these video podcasts, we need to add a visual element other than just them seeing our ugly faces. Well, I thought about it, and since we're doing Zoom, of course, I'd have to do it on the computer, not on my, my tablet. But some of the stories that I, I bring up, the articles, I could actually pull you know, up. Post, uh, uh, share our screen out and show what we're looking at when we pull stuff yeah. up. Yeah. Say, this is the location of what I saw. This is the picture. This is this is the poster for the movie we're talking about. You know, just have visual stuff for them to see just beside, besides me and you just sitting here talking. That's not really. Well. That's not really worth I mean, the price it, of admission. <laughs> yeah, it works for some people. We can play. We can, well. We can't do trailers. Technically, that's you get flagged for that. Spoil, if you put, well, that and a spoiler because you know how much we don't like trailers to begin with. So on some stuff, there's it's weird for me. I've gotten to where I don't watch many trailers because I want to go in there completely not having no clue. But there's a couple of them. I'm like, look, I'm going to watch this movie regardless. Oh, I yeah. don't care what the trailer says. I don't care what people say. Like with Indiana Jones, I didn't watch the trailer, but I didn't care about the ratings because I was like, I'm going to watch this movie regardless, and I'm probably going to like it, and I did. So I don't even care to, you know, just isolate me from the world if you want or or not, because it's not going to make a difference to me. So, yeah, there's some stuff I'll still watch a trailer for, but some stuff I won't. Some stuff I'm just curious about. I'm like, what are they going to, what is, what is this about? But if it's a franchise that I already know and I already know I'm going to like it, I don't, I really don't need a trailer. You know, yeah. a trailer is basically trying to sell a movie to people. And if, if I'm already sold, then 
I don't really need the trailer. I'm going to see the movie. Very, very confusing and misleading. So I had something interesting happen the other day. I was wearing my Friday the 13th shirt and I was standing. Dairy Cream here in Amory has like an outside window. You could just walk up to the window and order. Yeah. And I was standing there and there was this little kid in line behind me and he had to have been, I'm a, I'm a terrible age judge of age, but like, I would say he's the youngest 10 at the oldest, maybe 13 or 14. And so to me, you know, if you're 14, you're a kid because I'm 47. So he was a kid. Yeah. And he was like, cause like 13 year olds will correct you. They're like, no, I'm a teenager. Like, calm down. You haven't been a teenager a year yet. <laughs> no, we did the same thing when we turned Absolutely. 13. And then we Matter do the fact, opposite we of that. Twelve, we were preteen. <laughs> you do the opposite of that when you get in your forties. You're like, I am oh, not yeah. forty two. I'm forty one and a half. <laughs> well, I don't go that big, but <laughs> but this kid was like, uh, "Hey, man, I like your shirt." I was, and I, I took me for a second. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Friday thirteenth. And uh, we didn't really have a conversation because, like, at that point, there my food was ready. But it just, I thought about it when I got back in the truck. I was like. These movies came out in like the first one was what 79? Yeah. And a bulk of the movies came out decades before he was born. No, oh, in the 80s, sprinkled throughout the 80s and prominently. So and the early the latest one was in 2009. The most recent one was 2009. He still probably wasn't born. Well, no, he wouldn't have been. Because that would have been, you know, I can't math good, but <laughs> so i'm just curious like and, and that's very common for kids of all everybody all ages to to see a hockey mask and say jason and know who that is but i wonder how they get to it i know how we got to it because we live well we lived in it okay you gotta think most 13 year olds have parents that are right around our age so but they're not like the common dad isn't gonna be as fanatical as we are for sure we're not fanatical. But he might but have the DVD or watch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you got to be a fanatic to like Friday the 13th. And you got your, you're just regular people who like it. Well, like it, like what be, it is. be familiar with it enough to know to say, oh, that's cool. He's wearing a Friday the 13th shirt. You know, like for me, it takes it a enough? lot to point something like that out because I'm not a very, uh, I'm kind of a shy person in public. So, but I do, I have done that. If it's a rare band that I like and they're wearing a band shirt, I like give them the horns or something, you know, but yeah, I usually don't just speak to strangers about what they're wearing and not that I have a, have a problem with it at all, but, oh, uh, I was just thinking like, he must be, it's, it just seems like he really liked Friday the 13th. And I was like, so did he, is it the game? Is that was his first, like, I, 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 I kind of wish I would have asked him like, so what was your first experience with Friday the 13th? Was it one of the movies that was on TV or. You know, they're on a lot of the streaming services now, but do kids really go, hey, look, it's Friday the 13th. We should watch that. That would be like us going, look, hey, it's like the original Frankenstein. We should watch that. Ah, not quite that that big of a time jump. Not but quite, yeah. but that same era difference. Like my mom and your mom and dad's and my mom and dad's scary people were Dracula. and Yeah, but my mom mommy. turned me on. To Friday the Thirteenth, and then our generation, Street and yeah, our generation is and, Freddie and Chucky and Jason, etc. Which don't let me forget to talk about. Um, I finally made the post I meant to make a month ago. Well, go ahead and do it now. Yeah, that's enough about that. I was just curious, like if if you're a kid nowadays, and the last movie came out in two thousand nine, like I, I wonder what they're how they get to it. Like, 
what what lets them know that this is a cool thing to check out even i think it's either going to be parents or older siblings or older family but i you know to comes to think of it i didn't really need somebody to tell me i should listen to led zeppelin that was way before my time but I, I knew yeah, but somebody around you was listening to it, whether it be the radio or yeah, probably. Anyway, so so I put the post out there that we talked about on the last episode, one ninety four. We talked about how how we're doing the list this year. I basically just put out a, a pre made list, and I just want everybody to number it from favorite to least favorite. And you can just copy and paste if you want to, and put the numbers beside it, or you can retype them in the order you want. Whatever is easiest for you. I, I, I was just trying to make it easy so we would get more people to engage with it. I think if I make it, the easier I make it, the more likely people are, are to comment and, you know, yeah. participate. Of course, we have our immediate people that are going to do it regardless, like me, you, Anthony, and Clint, and, and everybody. Sean, I'm sure he'll do it. I'll make sure I do it right before we go on. I'm going to do it while I'm on the road. Yeah, and speaking of that, I also wanted to talk about <laughs> our Halloween party because it almost didn't happen. Me and Alicia were like, you know, we we should just skip the Halloween party this year because, you know, we're we're trying to get ready for this trip. We don't really have the time. We don't really have a lot of extra money to spend because, like, the years past, Alicia would literally spend a whole day preparing food for the party, and we would fix up the table with the food all fancy and all Halloween oriented. And I was like, look, just fix a big well, ass pot of soup, and uh. I'll tell everybody else if they want to bring something that's cool. If not, we'll just have soup. But everybody wanted up bringing a, a lot of stuff, and we we wanted oh, yeah. plenty of food. There was plenty of food left over. Y'all's main thing whenever you do a Halloween party is you spend a lot of money and a lot of time decorating. Yeah, and see this and year you don't we really just need used, to. The way this year we just mostly use decorations from the previous parties. Added a little bit to it, like you see the spider webbing hanging in the background. I know they can't, but the spider webbing i've 3d printed a bunch of shit uh we had more stuff than i realized what i'm trying to say because yeah oh uh, i'm a sucker for halloween decorations i just can't say yeah, no. same here if i see something cool and you know i do have a limit on price point like there was a skull the other day and his eyes lit up i'm like i'm buying this and i flipped it over and it was like 15 bucks i'm like it's it's ten dollars cool but it's not fifteen dollars <laughs> worth of cool you got to throw a little a little box in there that makes it giggle or something. I need, oh, I need, yeah. I need five dollars worth of skull giggles if I'm gonna pay fifteen. But yeah, I, I rarely say no, if, especially if it's a good deal. So we had our party. People dressed up. Uh, there was a picture online of the. I got everybody that was dressed up together and did a picture. Yeah, yeah, I took all the pictures. And uh, and that the the costumes for me and Alicia were last minute too. And and I'll tell you how we got to it. We're going on a cruise. And the last night of the cruise, they're doing a huge Halloween party. And I've been watching YouTube videos about people that there's several people that have YouTube channels where they just go on cruises and make videos about it. Yeah. Like what to do, what not to do, tips and tricks to save time and money and all that. Don't fall off the boat. Don't try Number not to fall off the boat. It's hard <laughs> for them to turn around and go back and get you. And this lady was like, trust me, if the ship is doing a, a, a themed party an event i think she might have even mentioned like a halloween type party or something but they do they do a lot of themed stuff like she's like i highly encourage you to participate because they're always really fun and i was like you know what 
let's dress up. And then I opened up whole can of worms. What are we going to be? What are we going to do? I'm like, look, we're going to be on a ship. We're, we're taking the minimum amount of luggage. Let's do oh, something yeah. that's easy to do. So I just got me a big old robe. I got me a scythe that was modular that could break down and easily fit in my suitcase and a big skull mask. And I just did a, I just did the Grim Reaper. And what's funny is but the robe was so big, I ordered a 4X to make sure it was big enough. And it's okay for that to be loose and drapey. I mean, that's what it's supposed to look oh, like. Oh, you definitely like. want it like that. Yeah. Well, I assumed it came all the way down to my like feet. <laughs> and I'm usually around the house. I'm wearing Crocs, man. I don't give a crap what you say about Crocs. They're comfortable. And I like to be comfortable if I'm just chilling at the house. I'm wearing Crocs right now. I look down and like the skirt stops like four inches from my shoes. So like I'm it's the, the Grim Reaper wearing Crocs. And it's like so obvious. And when you took the picture, I was like, angle the camera up a little because this is this looks comical. I made sure to get your Crocs, though. I did. I do maintain, though, that when the Grim Reaper comes for me, I guarantee you he'll be wearing Crocs. And he'll probably be a big, thick Grim Reaper like I was. <laughs> I think the Grim Reaper is going to be really, really skinny. <laughs> I don't know. That one on uh, Scrooged with uh, Bill Murray, that was a big Grim Reaper. Yeah, that's true. He was kind of big. Very massive. Way bigger than me. Taller. I just looked like a Grim Reaper that likes carbohydrates. <laughs> with my look, it's hard to come up with a, a, a costume, okay? Because I shaved my head for one thing. So any character or anything I, that I'm going as needs to be bald, basically. No, you can get a wig. Yeah, but that looks... And I mean, if you're doing something funny, yeah. Like when the year you dressed up as me, that worked. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I also have a, a big beard. So, if I go as a character with a shaved face, you know, and I'm fat, there's not a lot of fat superheroes out there with huge beards. <laughs> so, no. I did the Viking thing, and that worked really well. Everybody liked the, the, the Viking I did last year. You got Vikings and bikers. That pretty much fits everything you could fit into. Yeah, or like just a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I had fun. It was a good party. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, I had fun. Because at the last minute, everybody was so disappointed, the people that I told. And then sometimes me and Alicia would get a little buzz and start talking shit like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And then I then I was like, okay, yeah, for real, let's just do it. Well, I had told you two weeks before, just do it. With an OG make, Halloween make party. It a, make it a potluck. Last minute, just do it. The OG Halloween party was last minute. Remember, we were supposed to have a show. And the yeah. show got canceled and everybody was planning on coming to the show because our Halloween party shows are cool. And I was like, well, let's just do a party. And we literally threw it together in like a week. And it was, it was the biggest one yet. You know, I was in a meeting at work the other day. It wasn't zoom. We use teams, but it, That's said, what we it, use. it said you have five minutes left in this meeting and five minutes went by and nothing happened. Have we we really, would use teams. Have if, we tested uh, this to see if it really kicks us off? No. I think we're maybe we're just letting well, it call our, our bluff or whatever. Well, that's possible. Maybe maybe we're letting it punk us and we're not even challenging it. That's very possible. Because right now we're at 18 minutes and it gives us what 30? 45? No, I think it's 30. 45? 
Because remember when we were talking about, we're like, it's not really going to hurt us because we take a break about the halfway point anyway. Yeah. So is there anything else we want to talk about before we get to the news? Not really. Uh, you pretty much covered everything. Our Facebook post for our list. Let me tell you, let me do this. Every Halloween, every uh, I, when I say Halloween, I'm talking about the month of October. I watch, I always watch a lot of scary movies, and I try to mix it up. I try to like, you know, watch old ones, watch new ones, watch fairly new ones that I did just been on my back burner for a while. And I'll just give you what I got so far. Uh, Sean highly recommended me watch the movie Pearl, which I didn't know at the time was a that was good to the movie X. So I went back and rewatched X with Alicia and then watched Pearl, which is really good. Which, you know, it's funny. I talked about both of those movies six months ago on here. And I think I was saving, saving them for, for this. Yeah. I finally watched Megan. It was really good. That was, that was, that kind of surprised me a little bit. It was a lot creepier than I expected. Oh, going back to X and Pearl, they're making that a trilogy. They're working on a, another one of those. So in that universe, there'll be a trilogy. A prequel, oh, that's pretty cool. Then X, and then I guess this will be a sequel. I don't know. Megan was good. And I was wondering how they would get around the whole Chucky thing. How is this not just a kind of a Chucky? But it, it, it they did did it well. It had no Chucky ripoffness to it. And oh, no. None. They went a whole different kind of way with it. This next one's going to surprise you. Well, it won't surprise you, but uh, we watched the 1960 version of Village of the Damned. And surprisingly, I, was, I couldn't find it anywhere. I had to pay for it. I was there for that one. Mm-mm. No, I was there for, for Children, Children of the, of the Damned, which is the sequel, 1964 sequel. And then yeah. there was Chil- Village of the Damned in 1993, 4, 5? Uh, yeah, 93, 94, 95 was one of those. It was the 90s. I haven't seen it. But I wonder what, if I'm going to watch a movie, no matter when it was made, if there was one made before it, I want to watch that first. I did that with not sometimes. Sometimes you'll uh, you'll hurt yourself doing that. Maybe. You know what started me on that? When the movie Three Ten to Yuma came out, I went and watched that old western black and white version of Three Ten to Yuma. The war movie. Uh, it's not really a war movie. It's it's a it's a western. It's about this guy that he's trying to get this prisoner on the Three Ten to Yuma, which is a train. Train, yeah, okay. I was thinking of something else. There may be a war going on during the time period that the movie's set in, but it's really just about his journey of getting this prisoner over to the train to send him to, I guess, I think prison or trial. Or it's been a long time since both of them came out now, but I watched the the original one first and then watched the other one. I think, didn't the remake have Russell Crowe in it? I do not remember. I better look that up because I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> 310 to Yuma, 2007. Wow, I knew it. Yeah, it's got Russell Crowe and Christian Bell. You see, I don't think I've seen the, the new one. I've Maybe seen the original it. one like way back in the day. But before I watched that one, I watched the old black and white version. And I, I liked seeing the difference. What else? Now, the uh, Children of the Damned, the one that came out in the 90s. 
is a lot different than the Children of the Dam that we watched. Oh, I'm sure. A lot. You know what? Was, you know why I like watching those old movies like that? Because we had we had more fun pausing the screen. Like th- they went into this. I guess you just call it a general store. Yeah. And there were the products were all around. And we paused the screen and we were seeing stuff we recognize that's still around today, like certain brands of coffee that have survived, certain brands of cereal, and, and uh, you know, they had Tide. There was one other that's still around, but you don't hear about it much. And then, when yeah, they you're went, only talking 60 years. And then they were at the bar and we paused it to try to see if we, we recognize any of the liquor. And the only one we could identify was Johnny Walker. <laughs> But it was also filmed in England too, and they, you know, their product trends are slightly different than ours as well. Oh yeah, it was nineteen sixty England. But I like looking at shit and about the the mannerisms and like the whole premise of the nineteen sixties version is that, and don't call spoilers because this was <laughs> a black and white movie. The, the 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 town froze like everybody like passed out for a while. And if you went inside the town, you would pass out too. And then they came back too after a certain time period. Well, it turns out all the women in the town that were able to bear children were pregnant. And then at no, times, all the ones that wasn't able to bear children. I thought it was just the ones that were. Uh-uh, the ones that wasn't. That's what made it such a. Well, either way, they mystery. time jump to when the children are born and they're all weird. They all have like white hair. Their eyes yeah. kind of like glow and look all weird. And, uh, and the story goes from there. I won't completely spoil all of it, but it, I noticed what was weird about it. Is it was in the 1960s. They wouldn't even use the word pregnant. Like they never said somebody was pregnant. Well, you would, remember on, with the second one, she never would say she was a virgin. She just kept saying she'd never been, never been touched. touched. Yep. She wouldn't use the word virgin because that would be too, I guess, vulgar, crass, vulgar for the yeah. time. And now imagine the shit that we see and the stuff that they say in movies. Shit, like our, stuff our they podcast say on would be like <laughs> if our podcast was in the sixties, it would be like rated X. And we don't even oh, use probably. Like, we don't even use extreme profanity. <laughs> I should. You gotta edit this. <laughs> yeah, I'll just post it. I ain't scared. Well, me and you also after that, Never Hike Alone 2 had just came out. The I um, actually was gonna talk about that. Yeah, uh, the the Friday the 13th fan film. What did you think about it? You've seen all the Never Hike Alone's, haven't you? Yeah. I've seen all the fan films except for that one that we talked about. Uh, Jason Rising. I hadn't seen it yet. I think there's like two or three of those. I'm not sure. I just I know get, I took that I get it mixed up because I did night. a deep dive on fan films and had a really good time checking out all of them. I thought Vengeance 2 was good. It seems like they've ended the story there that there was never a hike alone, then never a hike in the snow, which was kind of a prequel, and then this was never a hike alone too. Then, after that, we decided to watch Vengeance 2, which I'd already seen, but you hadn't seen. I don't think you really I liked didn't, it much. Well, there was too many story holes in that one. And yeah, I know it was a fan film, but I, and it's not really canon to the movie. But yeah, there was a lot of plot holes in it that 
I kept picking out. It might have just been because we were buzzing a little bit, but by that time, I thought never hiked alone. A two was a lot better. It seemed to me more like a legit movie. Of course, it had really good financial backing. I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it, it did well. Well, because the, the Never Hike Alone series is like the gold standard for for uh, fan-made horror films. Oh, yeah, and it really is, too. You can tell somebody just didn't grab a DSLR and jump out there and start recording their buddies. Yeah. Last movie that uh, – it's not the last one I'm going to watch, but the last last one on my list that I've seen was Evil Dead Rise. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked I, – because I, I was going into it, you know, because, again, I had no clue what it was about. I just knew it was set in the Evil Dead universe, and I was like, so what is this? Is this a prequel? Is it a sequel? Is it a whole other story? Do we even need this movie? Because they've been you – know, these franchises and these stories have been told so well. But they really hit it from a, a totally different angle without completely reinventing the wheel you know what i mean they had the core elements of the evil dead franchise i knew it didn't have ash in it but i was like well, that's what be? I, I, I love the setting and i won't give a spoiler away even though this movie's been out a while the setting of this movie and how the the plot device itself of how it the whole thing worked and i'm being very yeah. vague was very smart clever interesting how they just how they connected everything and tied it together and the setting that they put it in well sam rammy gave him two things he said it's got to have a lot of deadites and it's got to have the book other than that you kind of got a little bit of freedom that you can play with okay so this wasn't sam rammy no i didn't know let me look that up and see who it was then. Uh, I had it pulled up earlier because anytime you know Evil Dead pops up, I read about it. Came it came out at a weird time. I remember like that's a weird time of year for a horror movie, but I think it did pretty good. It's eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. If you care about that kind of thing, the budget was fifteen million. It doesn't say how much it grossed. Distributed by Warner Butter director Lee Cronin. So, yeah. Uh, that was not Sam Raimi. I didn't know. Yeah, I read. When I was doing some research earlier, it popped up on some of the stuff I was reading. I'm surprised it doesn't show how much it made. Because that it probably would on IMDb. Or, I'm on IMDb. Uh, it got a 6.6 .6 IMDb rating out of 10. Popularity 112. I don't know what that means what i was trying to do i think i've seen it on slasher.com or something okay it grossed 67.2 million in the united states and canada and 79.5 million in other ter territories for a worldwide of 146 146 million i would say that's it cost them fifteen to nineteen million to make. So yeah, we're gonna say that was a profitable film. I would say. Oh yeah. Of course, Hollywood's liable to come back and go. Oh, it tanked. It didn't make near enough money as we projected. We're never gonna make another one. Yeah, they need to get rid of their projection analysis people. 
So what do you want to do? You want to take a quick break and come back and do the news? I don't have just a whole lot of time, but I wanted to get one in. And well, we'll do another. Yeah, we might as well. We're at 30 minutes, so. We're going to get kicked I've off. Probably got, I've got 30-some-odd minutes worth of news we can talk about. Yeah, me too. And some of our news, as usual, is going to cross over, but that's fine. That's oh, yeah. We're to talk about. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'll ring you back. Okay. So, well, so you want to just jump into some news? Yeah, I, I don't want to go in reverse, but I think I f- feel like we should mention the headliner of the news, or it it seems like it would be to me and both of us anyway. And you well, probably have it in your funny, notes. Because it's probably the first thing I've got on my notes right now. Is it information about the Halloween franchise? No, it's actually not. Okay. I only got nothing about that in my notes. Well, you want to start with that then? Yeah, go ahead. This is surprising to me because it's so quick after, you know, the Halloween Kills trilogy has ended. Oh, let's see. What was it? Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. Yeah. And that that kind of wrapped things up. A new Halloween movie has already been announced. And a new Halloween TV show has been announced. And get this. The TV show is based off Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which did not even feature Michael Myers. Which is the worst of the Halloween franchise. You know, a lot of people hate my, uh, hate Halloween 3 because it didn't have Michael Myers in it. And I didn't like it as a Halloween movie either. But if you take the word Halloween out of it and 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 just watch it as a movie, just it was just a scary movie. It's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it just just ignore the fact that it's a Halloween movie because it's. Well, not. I hadn't seen it in so long. Well, this is what happened when John Carpenter first did Halloween. His whole idea was to do an anthology series. The first story was going to be a Michael Myers story. Yeah. Well. The movie just went bananas at the box office and made jillions of dollars, and everybody loved it. So, like, you got to make a part two. And he was like, Well, I was going to make a part two, but it wasn't going to be Michael Myers. They're like, No, you got to do Michael Myers. And he's like, Well, we'll just do this is the continuation of the same night. And it was him in the hospital. And for what it was, it turned out good. And then when they finally got done with part two, he said, Now I'm going to move on and do my anthology thing like I had, had already planned. So Halloween three comes out. It has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Everybody loses their shit because they love Michael Myers. And it's like, you know, it's actually worse for the franchise than Friday the uh, 13th part five was for us. (laughs) At least there was a Jason in part five. (laughs) But as just a horror movie, watch it again and ignore the fact that it's a Halloween movie. Okay. You'd be surprised because I mean, the premise is kind of scary in a way. And that I have freak, to give it a second shot. That then. freaking song, dude, that they played that activated the the masks, like that song that they played for the commercial. Like it's it's creepy, terrifying, and annoying at the same time. Yeah, I'll definitely have to give it a shot. So anyway, the TV show is going to be based off of that from and the guy says it's it's officially been announced that the YouTube and, and the, the YouTube guy that I watched. He's usually a hundred percent right. Like his his intel is is correct. So he's that got just the really surprised me because I, I I mean they're never gonna stop doing Halloween movies for good. I just didn't think it would be this soon. Yeah, for real. 
That is very rare that you have a TV show and a movie in production at the same time with the same franchise. But being as they're going off of Halloween three, it'll work. Like it actually helps there be more Halloween ish content out there. So let's go with your headline. We're we're like double headlining and doing that first. So what was your big? All right. Well, my big reveal is on November 25th on Disney Plus and the BBC, Doctor Who's first special of the of the trilogy called The Star Beast will premiere. Is this with David Tennant? Yep. So it's going to be December 25th, The Star Beast, Wild Blue Yonder on December 2nd. And the giggle on December 9th. So it's but now is this how does this coincide with uh the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who? Because this is the 60th anniversary. This brings back in the toy maker, one of the original villains from original Who. Uh, and it also brings, of course, David Tennant and Donna Noble back as doctor and companion yeah i saw that donna noble was going to be but but you know at the end of the donna noble thing he erased her memory if she didn't remember him at all well he didn't remember that is that's all tied into this storyline about how he i don't want to give too much away but it's about how he has to make her remember to save the earth again without killing her so and i think the toy maker has something to do that he's i don't know i don't really remember the toy maker all that much as a villain i do know he was a big villain yeah i remember the name but yeah that's that's my big news well that's cool i i got something here that going back to the halloween related stuff and yes we got our doctor who talk in uh this is just something i didn't know and me and you talked about this the other day. There, the first appearance of Art the Clown was in this, like this weird anthological fan-made film called The Ninth Circle. I and remember they, you talking about that. It's but... like they were. It's hard to describe it because they were just testing out different ideas, and he made yeah. a cameo in that. And then they made an. And what's the order here? They made a movie called All Hallows Eve. That's an art the clown one. movie that's that's not terrifier. Yes. And so then that's part all one. Hollows Eve 2. Yeah, that's that's just coming out, isn't it? No, that's been out. Really? I know the yeah. original was out a long time. See, I've never seen all I've ever seen is Terrifier. I haven't even seen Terrifier 2 yet. And I didn't realize and I thought that was a brand new character in like uh 2015, I think. So it was like a really late hit for him. Oh, wow. You're right. All Hallows Eve was 2013. All Hallows Eve 2 was 2015. Terrifier 1 was 2016. 16, yeah. So they went from 2016 to 2022 without a, a Terrifier movie. But when whenever Terrifier 1 kind of caught on, it just went crazy. And then Terrifier 2 popped out, which was really good. 
I think it's cool when you discover something and then you realize there's more of it out there that you were completely unaware of. Oh, yeah. You got some material. Sort of like it's like finding a band that you like and then finding out they released two albums before you knew knew, knew about them. And they're still together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's a bonus. They're still together. So uh, if you want to kind of stay on the Halloween kick. Kind of because I got one more thing. So go ahead. Okay. Well, did you know there's a new Pet Cemetery movie out called Bloodlines? Yes. It's in theaters already, isn't it? I don't know. I just know the trailer's out. I think it's... Let me look. I stumbled across it accidentally. Wait a minute. Pet Cemetery 2019 film. That's the reboot. Type in Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. 2023. Let's see the date. Well, it's already got a rating, so it's out somewhere. All right. Initial release date, September 23rd, 2023. You can watch it right now on Paramount+. Plus. See, I don't have Paramount. <laughs> I don't know if I do either. I think Alicia may have it on her prom. I think I've got the free version, but, I mean, I just, honestly, I can't afford another we were just talking about that the other day, man. They're, really kill you, they're killing us with these apps. There's too many of them. Especially to only watch one thing on it a month, almost. I guess the last thing that I've got news-wise that's still within the Halloween wheelhouse is just, this just blew my mind when I read it. So this new Exorcist movie that's in theaters right now. I was going to talk about that, but I know how much you are against Exorcist. So I didn't even didn't even bring it up. Well, let's clarify something. I'm not against I'm I'm not against the Exorcist franchise. I'm against how scared shitless I am of the Exorcist. <laughs> well, I mean, to say it's too scary is, wheelhouse. is a good that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. But see, I grew up Baptist and I was, you know, I grew up in church, and so, like, demons are real. So when I watched that at age nine, it broke my brain in a lot of ways. So I still watch deep demon movies, but they they hit me kind of a little too close to home. Because, uh, let's face it, like, Friday the 13th is fun. It's a, it's a slasher film. It's unrealistic. It's I mean, fun now. Not saying we that mass murders back don't in happen. 1980s, of course they do. But, but they're they're just. Fun. I, I what I'm trying to say is I'm not scared of Jason because he's not real, you know. But in my mindset, the whole idea of demons and how they can mess with you, it it's a possibility, you know. Yeah, it's too real. But I still watch them. I just. I'd rather, like Mark Bernardin said, I'd rather watch it on a park bench in the middle of the day <laughs> broad daylight yeah i'm not gonna watch it by myself in the dark or on my phone out in the woods or some shit oh uh, but this is called the exorcist believer and this is what blew my mind about it the budget to make this movie was only 30 million okay but they had to purchase the rights from i guess was it paramount I don't know who done it. It's distributed by Universal, so I don't. Whoever they had to purchase the rights from, they had to pay four hundred million dollars just for it to be an just Exorcist. for the name, the Exorcist. Yeah, 
so even though you know, they only spent 30 million on the budget, they've got to make more than 430 million to even turn a profit on this movie. Well, no, not necessarily. That's a gamble. Because now they have rights to that, so they can constantly spin off movies. Not that. constantly. There's a you have a you have a window. I don't know what their deal was, but you only have so many years. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do crank out two or three, but they don't have just unlimited rights to the Exorcist. Mm. Okay, right here it says the Exorcist did four hundred and forty-one million at the box office. That's opening, and that's U.S. Wow. So they made ten million. <laughs> well, now that's U.S. Most movies do better overseas. Global box office. Here we go. The Collider has the that data, I guess. Finally passed the coveted one hundred million mark at the global box office. Over two weeks, passed fifty million domestically. So this is old. It's opening weekend. It grossed twenty six million. So it opening night. It didn't gross what they spent. Installment of the franchise is nowhere near the staggering four hundred and forty million that the original Exorcist grossed in nineteen seventy three. I will say this: for a movie that came out in seventy three, it was way ahead of its time, and it was way oh, yeah. scarier. And man, talk about like the striking when the iron's hot, and 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 utilizing that marketing scheme of people throwing up in the theaters and running out of theaters and like people protesting it. Like that did nothing but make it a must see movie for like teenagers and stuff like that. And like, I think man, a lot of that, like, man, was... I heard people are like crying in the theaters and vomiting and running out. Yeah. So of course they're going to watch it. Oh yeah. And I think a lot of that was planned, especially the protesting. And I know nothing about the storyline of this. I know there's a little girl. So are there, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't watch the trailer. I'm going to watch the movie on apartment. I will eventually. We might need to watch it together. <laughs> Hold hands. It's okay, buddy. I got you. <laughs> Here's what's interesting, though. Linda Blair's in it. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know if that's a cameo or like they, if she's a or consultant she's the, or is she helping she's pulling them? Reagan back? If she will, or, or is she helping like a new girl that's having issues and s such afflictions? I don't know. Again, I don't know nothing about it, but yeah. it's just weird because like that movie, the Pope's exorcist was great, but it had no connections to the exorcist, right? I haven't seen it. The Pope's exorcist was but, about the real Pope's exorcist. So it had no the real man the exorcist franchise. Not in the sense of the movie, no. Okay. I didn't think it did. But the Pope's Exorcist is the one that basically taught the guy who went to do that exorcism. So there is a connection. It's it's a it's a linear connection, but yeah. Would you say that it would be qualified as a prequel to The Exorcist? Or just nah. yeah, I think this would this is technically would be a prequel to all exorcism movies. Because I don't know how trademarks work. I, I don't think you can copyright the word exorcist because that's actually a profession it, within the Catholic Church. You have exorcists. They, they yeah, and it. I think 
most can't, that's like, the reason they put a name after so all they the called, rest they called of it them. the Pope's Exorcist. But now these people had to pay four hundred million to call it the Exorcist. You know what I because mean? Because the original one was called the Exorcist. So if you all put the a other in front of it, like, you owe them four hundred million dollars. Well, if you want it to be, that's a very expensive three-letter word. <laughs> yeah, if you want the, if you want it to be tied to the original Exorcist, yeah. But that's why all the other ones are like the Exorcist of Emily Rose and. Yeah, that's and what they I have names behind them. That's what I was going to get to next. There's so many possession movies out there. I mean, not not making like simple out of it because it was a great movie. I agree. It was too great. It scared the shit out of me. Well, but, it's it was um, a jump point to just about all horror movies of that genre. But like, it was just a, a story about a little girl that got possessed by a demon, and they're trying to deal with it. Like, there's plenty of movies out there like that, and. But just to be called the Exorcist, it, I guess it, to them it was worth because they could have made whatever this movie is or does. I would think without having to call it the Exorcist, because there's plenty of movies that have done it without being called the Exorcist. You know? What yeah, I'm but they probably wanted to use even the some Conjuring of the same names. kind of. Well, no, Conjuring was more of a haunted house Exorcist crossover yeah. kind of thing. A possessed house. Well, I got a show for you. Okay. Uh, it's called Slashers on Netflix. I think I've heard of that. Let me write that down. Since I was down in the bed all day, I watched season one, I guess you'd call it, of it. I watched it's uh, The Executioner. And uh, it was really good. I've got it in my kept notes. you on your, your toes because you didn't know who – who it was so what was what is the show it's just a fiction it almost slashers it almost sounds like a uh it almost sounds like a documentary about slasher movies or something no or like it's uh, way from it it's the executioner is about an executioner type serial killer and he kills based on the Seven Sins. Sort of like uh, the What's in the Box movie? I don't know what that is. You know, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Oh, Seven? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. And Morgan this Friedman guy killed Brad Pitt. Yeah, and Brad Pitt, yeah. But this guy kills the people who commits one of the Seven Deadly Sins. And he kills them how they were to be punished according to the Bible. And this is a TV show, and it's got a whole season yes. out? Yeah, there's eight episodes. And I was finishing the last episode when you was boxing me earlier before we got started with this. There's two more seasons, so uh, I'll try to watch them later. Okay, I'll check that out. I, I put it on, uh, I wrote it down because somebody had uh, told me to watch It Follows, and I had th- wrote, written that down as well. I've heard a lot about that movie too, but haven't watched hey, Sean it. Sean and Nikki were the ones that told me definitely watch that. Have you watched House of the Fall of Ushers yet? No, is it scary? Or the Fall of the House of Ushers? Uh, not really scary. I mean, it's a dramatic horror. Dramatic. See, that's that's what I need. I need a horror show because uh, 
right now we're we're going through horror movies, but sometimes me and Alicia will we'll be like, hey, while we're eating lunch or dinner, let's put on a TV show. Well, it'd be in Halloween season. I want to put on a scary show, you know? Well, the fall of the house of Usher, it's not just necessarily We've done the American scary. horror story thing. I tried Penny Dreadful. I was in it at first and then I don't, I don't know. I fell that off. That was good. Well, you know, there's a whole nother thing of American horror stories called delicate. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, have you hooked me up? We got out of it. I think it was during the the hotel uh, season. Man, that was one of the best seasons. Well, I don't think we quit because we didn't like it. I don't even remember why we quit. I just, I know we got out of it. But season one was great. Yeah. To me, hotel is my favorite one. And not just because of Lady Gaga either. Just I was going to say, you just think Lady Gaga is super hot. Oh, she is, and she was half naked during that entire season. When is Lady Gaga not half naked? <laughs> well, it wasn't during that season, trust me. <laughs> she was half naked when she performed with Metallica at the that award show. Yeah, Wait, you, by the way, y'all y'all can check that out. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I'll look into it. It definitely has the kind of title that that seems like something I'd like. Well, it's it's Edgar Allan Poe, so. Talking about, I said something about uh, horror film documentaries. Have you ever watched In Search of Darkness? No. It's good. I've got it on something. I think one of them you can watch for free. But there's a third one coming out. And I think the first one was like a rundown of like horror movies, slasher films of the 80s. I think the second one, and I might get in the second and third one mixed up, so don't shoot me. Because I really love the first one. I haven't watched the second one. It, it was the 90s horror movies. And then the third one, I think, is they're going back and talking about the ones they missed or something like that. And maybe the first one or the first one or the second one. Me and but, you sat and watched one of them. I think so, because it had Corey Taylor on there. It had a bunch of famous people as yeah. uh, that they interviewed about the different movies the different franchises. If you're a slasher or horror movie fan of like we are, it's definitely a must see. And they have this box set. I forget who, who releases it, but oh, it's got like 20 hours of bonus content. It's like a box set of all three of them and a bunch of extras, but it's, I don't remember how much it was, but it was a little out of my, out of my yeah. ballpark. I was like, those shows are freaking cool, but it's like that skeleton. I like how you the eyes light up, but I'm going to need some giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a few more giggles. Well, I think for a horror movie, other than uh, the Spawn reboot, I think that's all I've got. The what reboot? Spawn. When is that happening? I'm not really sure. I but left Blumhouse, money on the table with that franchise because that's great. Well, Blumhouse is redoing it. No, I'm not. And, I don't feel bad about that. Oh, me either. But Blumhouse they're going to do. A, they're going to do a Blumhouse version of a superhero movie out of him. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what, how how that's going to go. I, wait, I'm not following you. A superhero movie out of what? Out of Spawn, but it's going to be. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, rendition. he is kind of like a vigilante anti-hero for sure. Yeah, 
but they're going to turn him more into a superhero than a, a Batman type, I think. But he was also like the a general of the army of Satan or some shit. Too. Yeah, like, but he hard to get but away he from was that. Re- but, but he was, was also from that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I need to go back and watch that original because I forgot how good that was. The only one thing about it's not good, and it's not their fault. I went to the theater and saw this. And I was like, oh, man, this movie's so great. And it still is. But when he's in hell and, like, the devil comes up and starts talking to him, the devil looks like a flaming chihuahua because they didn't they didn't have good CGI in the 90s. But they tried to be, like, yeah. cutting edge. And I'm like, man, the movie Legend, what year did that come out? It was 70s, right? Late 70s? Uh, early 80s, I think. We sat and watched it one night. And uh, you got uh, Tim Curry as basically the devil. I think they called him Darkness in that movie. Yeah. I mean, if they got it right in the 70s, you can get it right in the 90s. You just got to, I don't know. I thought I thought the devil looked stupid. Like, he looked like a flaming chihuahua. He looked like a... a uh, like a puppy with all his hair burned off or something. It didn't work for me. It took me out of the movie so bad. Uh, then otherwise, classic, great movie. Yeah, that that kind of it kind of took me out of it. But yeah, it's still it's definitely worth rewatching. I'll watch it with you. All right. I haven't seen it in a we long time. We may have to plan that for whenever you a get back on vacay. Let's let's do a watch along and put it on Patreon. That way, okay. you can, the comedy will be me making fun of the devil. <laughs> Of course, there's big news about Gail Godot, Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller not returning to James Gunn's DCU. I had heard contrary on the Gal Gadot part that she was going to be Wonder Woman. She's going to she's going to return for Wonder Woman three, but it's not going to be a DCU movie. Well, it has to be. She couldn't be Wonder Woman otherwise. Well, it could be. DCEU, or it could be something else, but it's not going to be DCU. I mean, it's going to be under the Warner Brothers franchise, I promise you. James Gunn's not doing it. Well, they're working on a Batman movie called Batman Brave and the Bold. But that's not Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like, they're they're doing multiple... I mean, there's a Joker movie out, but it's not the Joker that isn't any other... Yeah, I think we've gotten past pop. the fact that we can do different universes and be okay with it, especially as the movie is good. Like the Joker had nothing to do with even Batman, but it was an awesome ass movie. Well, the Batman was awesome, and it wasn't part of original Batman canon. It was a multiverse version. It's its own thing. Yeah, and I think we're okay with movies being their own thing. I mean. Look, Adam West and Michael Keaton were two very different, very, very different versions of Batman. Yeah, there was also, what, 50 years in between, 40 years in between the two? But hear me out. Then you got Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Very different Batmans. They were trying to make Batman more of a realistic like it could happen no. if it happened in today's world, Batman. They were bringing him back to the Dark Knight. Yeah, and then yeah. every every iteration of Batman is totally different than the one before, and that's and that's fine. We've gotten okay with that, but for some reason, we're not okay with it happening at the, at the same time. 
And I think we got to get over that a little bit. Well, I think you're going to have different much. different versions of Batman that are happening in and around the same time frame. Yeah, it's just too much at one time, though, because you have to specify which Batman you're talking about. Yeah, and it's usually never stacked. But right now, we have a world where there's a Robert Pattinson Batman. You kind of still have the remnants of a Ben Affleck Batman, but they've, you know, his last appearance was the Flash movie. And then now you're going to have this new Batman that we don't know who who it's going to be, but we know it's not Robert. Yeah. Because for, for what I understand, the, the next Robert Pattinson Batman movie is just going to be, you know, the Batman 2. And it's not going to yeah. be Batman Brave and the Bold. That's my understanding. I'm not sure. I hadn't read a hole up on it. I could be wrong, but that's that's the way I that's the way I read it. Is that we're gonna have a, a world where there's bat Batman's plural. <laughs> and again, we've had that since the sixties, but never at the same time. It's always yeah. been several years apart, so we were able to be okay with it. Yeah, we was able to fuss about it at first and then get over it because we needed a new Batman. <laughs> yeah, and it was usually always good or started out good. Yeah. And well, the Robert Pattinson of, Batman is good. Oh, it's really good. I learned to quit judging a movie before I watch it. Especially I, based on who's going to be the the character in it. Yeah, and we talked about that in great detail, but I didn't think just because just cause a, 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 an actor plays – a character or a movie that's very unsavory doesn't mean that everything they're going to do, you know what I mean? Like Heath Ledger was in some great movies, but he was also in a bunch of rom-com, like great movies stuff <laughs> that I wouldn't ever care about watching. But, but then, yeah, but then again, he played one of the best versions of Joker that'll remain in history forever. And it's totally different than the Jack Nicholson Joker that, will remain in history forever. Totally different than Walking Phoenix's Joker, but it will remain. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. going to have we're gonna have to deal with the fact that there's different versions of our characters. But right now, the problem is, like, it breaks our brain to think about them happening around the same time. Well, speaking of the DCU, uh, Peacemaker Season 2 is going to be written as part of the new DCU now. Not the DCEU. Okay, what does the E in DCEU even stand for? Extended Universe. So you got the DC Universe and the DC Extended Universe. That doesn't sound like... I don't know. DCEU is a lot of your low-ranked comic book characters that really didn't have... I mean, they had comic books, but they just wasn't huge mainline characters well neither was guardians of the galaxy and look how good they did and that was a dceu no that was marvel or marvel yeah that was like marvel's like i wouldn't even say d-list like i'd never even heard of them but the movie was i hadn't great. either but it was great i mean i know the comics were out there and i and i own the the infinity gauntlet one now with the the infamous cover with the fist, the the glove on the cover. Yeah, but I but yeah, when when comics were happening, I was oblivious to Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't even that high up on Iron Man, but by God, when that movie came out, I was. 
That was a killer ass. You know, I was more a fan of the Iron Man animated series than I was ever about the comic book. I never read Iron Man comic books. I never read many comic books. I was always reading Batman stuff and Justice League and a little bit of Superman and a little bit of Wonder Woman. I read a lot of the major ones Aquaman and a bunch of ones. For me, I'm sorry. A bunch of the ones that were just completely oblivious, like Vampire Hunter D and some of the horror comics, Howard the Duck. So, yeah, my comic, and it was mainly whichever one was the cheapest at the time because that way I could pick it up cheap constantly. <laughs> As we wrap this up, I want to go back over our concept to our list that I put out. And everybody, right. I want everybody to, you know, participate because this is easy. This is something fun and easy to do. Uh, the Facebook post is out there. Just search for uh, Real Pop Culture on Facebook. Like us. We're likable. But the post says, put these in order. Number one being your favorite. And if you want to give at least a brief description, why? And the, the choices are Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Pennywise the Clown, Art the Clown, Pinhead, Leatherface, Ghostface, Chucky, Jigsaw slash John Kramer, Pumpkinhead. Did I put Pumpkinhead twice? No, that was Pinhead. Uh, the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers and Hannibal Lecter. See, man, that is going to be an extremely hard list. Yeah. Well, this is the way I, I approach it. I know my number one, and I usually know my number last, and then I start trying to fill the gaps in in between. And I'm going to do, a, of course, me being one of the hosts of Real Pop Culture, I'm going, to, I'm going to go a little deep on my descriptions as to why. Because if you're towards the bottom of my list, that doesn't mean I think you suck because this is a hell of a list. But I'm going to say why. I'm going to give a reason. Because even though I'm a huge, huge Freddy fan, I mean, I'm also like a massive Pinhead fan. Those movies are just epic. Yeah. And there's a lot more of them than it is Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, here's the thing. And the the, re, the way it differs from, like, why didn't you just put list your favorite horror movies? Well, this isn't the horror movie. This is the villain. Yeah. Like, some people have said, well, I love the Halloween franchise, but honestly, I like Freddy Krueger better. Like, he's my favorite because he talks and he's funny. Because he the funny. villain. Yeah. As a villain, you may like Freddy Krueger better than you like the franchise Halloween. Or the movie Halloween, you know. So it's different. And on this one, I kind of made the list for you. All you got to do is put it in order from your favorite to least favorite. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be fun. And I put a, you know, feel free to give honorable mentions because I couldn't list everybody. And I said, P.S., there will be a classic monsters list coming later for characters like Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, etc. Yeah, I've seen that. I went ahead and shared it already. Because so. I don't want to, I don't want people to think like because I'm focusing more on the 80s and 90s with this list. I don't want people to think like, why is it you know the Invisible Man listed? Why is it Wolfman? Where's Dracula? You know, yeah, those are iconic characters, but that, that to me they're they're classic monsters, which they deserve their own list. I think they do, but at the same time. I mean, which Invisible Man are you talking about? The original? Are you talking about the mid-80s remake, the 90s remake, or the 2000s remake? Dude, the last... All of them were great. Yeah. Uh, the one with... Uh, 
One with Kevin Bacon. Kevin was really Bacon. Great. That one was good. But then the one they did in like 2013 or 15, it was awesome. And it was a totally different take on them. Well, yeah, it was a suit, not a potion. So, I mean, it was that I'm one gonna was give it really away, good. But, yeah, they used technology versus like, I guess, like science. A potion. A po- yeah. Yeah. Alchemy. And, you know, we can – that's worth discussing. I mean, how many freaking Frankenstein-related movies have, have there been? And we need to talk oh, wow. about that. Like, and there's even been funny ones. Like, we definitely answered one question tonight that we had earlier. It, what it happened? Off. Is Zoom bluffing when they say you're out of time? No. We got <laughs> cut off mid-sentence. I don't even know and where we got cut off, but I know what we were talking about. We were talking about our list. Yeah, we, well, the last thing I remember talking about is the different Frankenstein movies. Yeah. Either way, I want everybody to participate in our list thing we're doing this year. Just take a couple minutes to however you want to do it. Just put your, your favorite to least favorite in order. And if you feel like it, a brief descript, des, description why. And we'll do a, a wrap-up when I get back next week. And we'll... We'll read some of them. We'll shoot for next weekend. That'll give everybody a little over a week to uh, get in as many as they can. Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely be into November for our last Halloween-related show, but that's fine with me. That just extends Halloween out a little bit, and also that gives us time to collect the data we need. Yeah. And uh, that gives us time to record the episode, edit it, put it out, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. So, anything that uh, you want to bring back up before you're gone for a whole week on yeah, a boat? Almost a week, but uh, yeah, uh, no, I've, I've got everything covered I wanted to cover. Matter of fact, we were kind of wrapping things up when we got cut off, so. Yeah. I got the shameless promotion bell ready. Still got a little dust on it from, you know, the, the long wait. The two weeks. The 2023 drought of real pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> but as we promised it's over we've got this show we got another one coming when i get back next week so just get ready to be tired of us because we're we're a coming let's do it what about you anything else you want to say no i think i'm good what are you going to edit this on your mobile unit like your macbook yeah i'll mobile it on the macbook that'll be That'll be easier for you than it is for me, actually, because you don't have to convert the files to MP3s. Yeah, because I think GarageBand uses a Those M4A. Yep. And that's what that's what I'm going to give you. I just got to remember how to take and download them to the laptop from G Drive, because that always confuses me for some reason. And you know, this just came to me. I want some suggestions from our listeners about what to do for our 200th episode. We're only five away from 200 and I want to have like a big party, like maybe a real pop culture live or something. I don't know. Like, well, it'd be, I dude, the where we're going, it'll probably be Christmas before we get ready to, to drop 200. Well, Christmas isn't that far away. This is the end of October almost. I know. So we, we got, We'll have some episodes in November, December. Yeah. I, I'm going to say episode 200 is going to happen. New Year's 20, Eve. It's going to happen before 2024. You want to make it a New Year's Eve party? We could make, we could do that. 
easily. That's I mean, we're going to have a party anyway. <laughs> we usually have a show, a, a Killjoy show. I haven't had to use the shameless promotion bill tonight. All right, let me get you, let you get your shot in and get the old vocal cords lubed up. See me, if you me, got me, it. Me, me. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Real Pop Culture episode 195. We've been broadcasting live from high top the first only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, mean it. I look like shit. I know I do. Of course, it doesn't really matter because we're just doing audio on this. Check, check, check. One, two, Mike, check. Yeah. Yeah. Now you talk. Nah, 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 nah. Real pop culture, if I could spell it right. That's basically how our podcast goes. Meh, 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 real pop culture. <laughs> <laughs>